Good Vochra Boisai. Today's shear is sponsored anonymously by Kalman of the Five Towns. Lili Nishmas Rabinach Mendel Ben Reb Simcha in honor of my seven year old son Samson Chaim Shimshin for just completing Mishnai's Mesechtis Shkolim. Be'ezrat Hashem, he's starting Yuma this week. And by Noam Fix's mom, Chaya Fix. Dear Reb Eli, once again, thank you for giving the daily shir and making it interesting. Towards the bottom of today's daf in Nundala, the Gemara says, Hashem divorced us, so to speak, by the second base Amigdosh. I've heard that there are reasons why certain Agatha Gemaras are in certain Mesechtas. I heard that the reason why the Gemaras about the Khurban. Our Mesech Tizgitin, as Hashem, so to speak, divorced us and sent us out of Beis Hamikdash. I also want to thank Yosef Biliak. He'll probably take this part out. For the special effects during the year, especially during your story today about the knife, have a good Shabbos, Moshe Rifkin. I happened to see that part. It was amazing. I don't know if you saw it. So I, had a, I have a pencil in my hand and I'm, I'm demonstrating how the guy took the knife and grabbed it. So uh, Yosef Biliak did a whole shtick there. The knife goes, and it goes, and I catch it. The only thing you're missing is like blood splurting out of You are going to do it? Okay, good. The machshav also counts. You thought it would be a little uh, gory. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get to there. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. No, I didn't, but I believe you. Dear Rebelli, I just pulled this one out. I didn't read it really in cheer, but it, it has to do with the last one. This is from May 20th from Mordechai Sapazna. Yesterday in Daf 38. When you were saying this year, you mentioned about Besaf Kinas and the pillar of smoke by the Kairos, Yosef showed an animated picture of the smoke. I want you to know that when Yosef does things like that to the video of the shear, it really helps me enjoy watching the shear with a geschmack. May you and Yosef be able to continue to do all the great things that you do for many more years to come. Your Talmud, Mordechai Sapaznik. Tzvi Medetsky. Dear Rebelli, do not stop showing pictures of Shaq and Michael Jordan. That's why I watch. Anonymous. I guess I wasn't supposed to say his name. Sorry, Tzvi. And finally, it's a two-page email in Hebrew. He says that his, he speaks English. That's his mother language, but it's hard for him to write in English. And he wrote me a whole thing, so I'm not going to read it. Um, let's see if there's any shvachim about me. No. So I'll go right to the end. David Abrams Elad. Yishkoyach David Abrams. Beautiful. I read it all. Nice stuff. Okay. Oh, there's more? Yeah, I'll read it a different, different time. I read it. The email from Kalman I read, yeah. I read two of them, actually, on Friday. I don't read, first of all, I don't read, people that send them for sponsors don't read their emails, but I read two of his. That should do it. Says the Gemara, today is Daphnun Hay. Tomorrow is one of the best Daphim of all time. It only has two lines on it. Sheer starting at 5 to 8 tomorrow. I'm going to have to work some magic and make it, stretch it somehow. Come up with some stories. But I looked at it. It was very difficult. On two lines, even for me, it's difficult. Yes. I'll read the Hebrew email. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do. All right. So we're holding by the last line on Daphnun Dalet Omid Beis. We're talking about the Kain Gadol on the holiest day of the year, on Yom Kippur, 
doing, performing the Avoidah in the Beis HaMikdash. And he takes the blood, who's a person. First, he shechs the animal. He has to do everything himself. There's no helpers on Yom Kippur. Everything. So he shechs the animal by himself. And then he does some sort of trick. He, he does most of the shechita and he lets somebody else finish it. And he grabs this bowl and, he, and, he, and he's able to catch the blood. But then he goes on to do other things. So he gives the blood over to another kayan. And the kayan sits there and mixes it and mixes it so it doesn't congeal. Now, the Mishnah says he takes the blood from the person in order so it shouldn't congeal. And he goes back to the exact same spot where he did the Ketiris. And that is, if this is the Aran, it goes into the Kaidish HaKadoshim, the holiest place on earth, the holiest place in the Beis HaMikdash. And in the, in the Kaidish HaKadoshim, there's an Aran. In the Aran, just for, because we have some time tonight, you have the Luchas. These are the Luchas inside the Aran. On top of the Aran, we spoke yesterday about the Kruvim, the amazing Kruvim, one is a Zachar and a Kavit, to show the love of HaKadosh the Klai Yisrael. And he positions himself right between the bottom, right between the two poles. That's where he does the Ketiris. And that's where the famous Evan Shasiah, the stone is on the bottom right over here. And he takes the blood and he goes back to that spot. Now this is the blood of the bull and this is the blood of the goat. It's the same spot, the same thing. And what does he do? He sprinkles the blood. But we're going to learn today that he doesn't, he aims at the Aron, this is the kapyrus right over here, this top part, part that comes off. He aims it at there, but it, it never touches. It doesn't touch the aron. So it's one to the top. He aims seven to the bottom, but they don't actually hit the aron. They hit the ground. That's where we're at right now. Says the Gemara. He receives the blood from the man, the Kayan, who is mixing it. And he does something, Kematzlif, in Hebrew, Matzlif is a sharpshooter. My Kematzlif, what does it mean he sharpshoots the blood? Machvei Rav Yehuda, top of Davnun Hayyamad Aleph, Kimenagdena, like Malchus. In other words, when Bezdin administers Malchus to somebody, they don't hit the person with the whip on the same spot. That could kill him. That'll injure him. So they give him, they start by his shoulders, and they, each one is one below. And you have to be good. It's like a sharpshooter. You have to like get it exactly there, because if there's 39 Malchus, you got to get 39 in there nicely. So you start from the top and work your way down to the bottom. So too with the blood, you start. How you doing, laser? Laser's up there. Give all Okay. You start from over here and you work your way, you keep on moving down. So if you see over here on the picture, there's supposed to be eight drops of blood, one and then another seven. And they're perfect, Matzlev. Sharp shoots it to the Evan, this is the Evan Shasia, this is the stone. You notice over here, there's no Aran anymore because the Aran, as we explained, was Nignaz, they hid it. Where did they hide it? Either inside the base of Migdash or it went to Bavel. It was no longer here, but the Evan Shasia is there and they and he threw the blood towards the Avinshasiyah, Kemagdina like Malchus. In other words, the blood didn't drip on the same spot. It's one after another. Tana. By the way, this armor looks scary. I'm telling you right now, there's a lot, a lot of redundancy, and it's very, very simple. 
The idea is one. He doesn't hit the kapiris. He doesn't hit the aret. He aims it towards the thickness of the kapiris, meaning this part right over here, tap tefach. And like this. So there's one drop of blood that's lamala. And there's seven that are lamata. The Gemara says there's a difference. The difference is as follows. The lamala comes first. So this would be the, the correct picture. Basically, the question is, is his hand like this or his hand like this? It might be easy to remember, if you have a ball in your hand and you want to get it upwards, your hand, your hand, the back of your hand will be down, the palm of your hand up, and you go like this, you throw it up. If you want to throw it downwards, the, the back of your hand will be up. It's just a question, I believe, after, I did see someone that maybe hints to something else, but the way I understood in Rashi and the Rabbeinu Hananel, there's no difference in the motion of the hand. It's not like, I saw someone that wanted to say that the blood actually goes upwards and lands downwards when it's lamala. But I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that the motion will be the same. It's just a question if you're, the palm of your hand is up or the palm of your hand is downwards. So the Gemara says, this is a beautiful picture because it shows you how the blood is in the kli, the golden vessel, and it's only with one finger. And this finger he dips in every single time of the eight times that he's doing the blood. Even if he has enough blood on his finger, he has to re-dip it. And over here, you see that the back of his hand is downwards because this is the first zrika. And he goes like this. He throws it towards, and it lands on the Evan Shasik. However, but when he's sprinkling the blood for the seven last ones, yadai, over here it means the back of his hand. So now he's this way. And he's shooting the blood seven times that way, as in this picture. So it's, it's basically the same thing, but it's not. Because his hand is just flipped over. In both of these pictures, you can see, the difference is that his hand is flipped over. Okay? Again, I think the way for me to remember is when you want to throw a ball upward, you'll be underhand, and you go like that. So the back of your hand is down. But when you want to throw the ball downwards, that's lamata. The back of your hand will be up. Okay. Vinani Mili. How do you know that he's not touching Darin? Okay, I think we should do the sugya outside. And basically, what I'm going to say now in a minute is all these lines 25 lines of Gemara. Basically, we have two psukim over here. You have the Pasuk of Sa'ir. Yeah, this Pasuk Tesvav. So let's give it a Pasuk Yudalad. doesn't matter. We're talking about Sa'ir first, but Pasuk Yudalad. He should take the blood of the bull. The Psukim are different. Very different. They're saying the same thing, but very different. The Pasuk of the cow, of the bull, tells us that there's seven sprinkles. Where? Lemato. The Pasuk of the Sa'ir, of the goat's blood, tells us that there's one sprinkle on top. This is a big difference. Now, I'm, we're gonna, both of them, we're going to merge these two Psukim together. Why? Because the Pasuk says, Kasher osel adam apar, 
they're the same. The way you did it for the bull, that's the way you do it for the goat. I know one halacha from bull, I know one halacha from goat. I know that there's one hazah, one sprinkle on the top by the goat. I know the seven there's on the bottom, and we combine the two. That's the whole Gemara, that's the whole Lama. Gemara repeats it over and over in different ways and slow, but th- that's the idea. Okay. Let's just see the Psukim real quickly. Take from the blood of the bull, and you should sprinkle with your finger, one finger, etzba. This is the etzba. On top of the kapoiris. What's on top of? This is on top of. Right over here. The Gemara is going to tell us it's not on top. Because I learned from the, from the goat that it's not on top. But just the way you read it, it would seem like it's on top. Literally, put the blood on top. And then it goes on to say, Vilifne means in front of. So over here it says Mefurish, it shouldn't be on top, it should be in front of. Shalom Aleichem, how are you doing? Both of you in the back. Now that you're together, I see Shalom Aleichem, both of you. Okay. Sheva Palmen, seven times. You don't have to stare at it and make him feel uncomfortable. I mean, come on. Sheva <laughs> Palmen. So it says Mefurish in the Pasuk that in front of the Mizbeach, Sheva Palmen. What does it say by the goat? By the goat, it says, Whatever you do by the bull, do by the goat. And whatever you do by the goat, do by the bull. And that means how many? How many hazas? Singular. One haza. So by the goat, it says one haza. It doesn't say anything about sheva. Sheva is by the cow, by the bull. Etc. Okay, so those are two pesukim, huh? What do you mean one be both? Yeah. No, no, no. The the continuation is what what we do for the bull. The seven of the bull. That's a different hazah. It's one, one. It, it's broken down to two parts. There's one hazah on top, seven on the bottom. The one hazah on top is oisai. That's one. And then it continues. I didn't have room here for the pasuk. The continuation of the pasuk. It doesn't tell us how many, but it's a different hazah, and we know how many. From the bull. And that's seven. But it's two separate hazahs. Says the Gemara. Okay, now let's see it all inside. Very, very simple. All this, all the way to like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve lines from the bottom. This whole thing. It says by the goat. One. On top of the kapoiris. Okay. Let's see what it says there. That's the end of the pasuk. Sorry, that's the end of the pasuk, but that's what it means. Is like the power that we do seven. Says the Gemara. It shouldn't even say that you, you're supposed to sprinkle the blood on the bottom. And on the bottom, we're going to see means seven. It shouldn't say it at all. Why? Because once I learn everything from the bull, and that the bull has seven on the bottom, so why should the tire waste its time and say, oh, you have to sprinkle on the bottom by, by, by a goat? It says kasher also. Exactly the way you do by a bull, that's what you do by a goat. It shouldn't say anything. 
You don't need it. Because I learned it out from the bull, because it says kasher also. So why does it say it? To make a hekish. That there's that they're both the same. There are two parts. There's the upper and the lower, but they're both very similar to where it's done. Don't tell me that al means literally on top of. There should be blood on this beautiful aron, on the holy aron. Put blood. No, you put the blood on the floor. How do I know it? Because the first hazah and the the seven later ones are identical. Ma lifnei. What does lifnei mean? Lifnei for sure doesn't mean on top of. Lifnei means in Hebrew, in Lashon Kodesh, Lifnei means in front of. Before in English, but in front of, yeah? In front of. Ma Lifnei de Laval, it doesn't mean on top of. Afal, so when the Torah says on top of, de Laval, it's not the same. Why? Why should I say such a thing? Because it's extra. If then it wasn't extra, so why should I, why should I start playing games with the Pasuk? The Pasuk says on top of, and the Pasuk says in front of, and they're two separate things. The one Hazar is on top, and the seven Hazar is on front. But the Pasuk didn't need to say it. Why? Because it should be identical to a bull. And when it's identical to the bull, I don't need any of the words. All the words are, are extra. So once words are extra, they come for a limud. And the limud is very simple. Don't, don't understand the way you typically understand al means on top of. Al means in front of, like lefanov. Says the Gemara Adarabo. Who told you? Who told you what's extra? You have the same exact question by the bull. All the words are extra by a bull. So do the same drusha that you're doing, but instead of saying that the words are extra by a goat, say the words are extra by the bull. Why the words extra by a bull? Because it says in the Pasuk that they are identical in the way you do the Hazah. So you don't need any instructions by a bull. Just say, Whatever you do by a goat, you do by a bull. To start telling me there's seven by a bull, those, all those words are extra. And what's going to happen if I have a different drasha? I'm going to come out with a different outcome. If the drasha is by a goat, I, I have one outcome that what? That there's no difference between above and they're both on the ground. But if I learn the drasha by a cow, by a bull, the drasha is going to be the opposite. That all the hazav should be on top of, literally. Again, the same words. That's what I'm saying. It's very redundant. It's, all this is easy. Once we know, we said it, these exact words. But now we're talking about the cow. It shouldn't say, by the bull, it's extra, the gomer, because I learned it all out from a goat. So then why does it say it? To say the same hegish that we said a second ago by the goat. We're going to have the same hegish by a bull. Ma'al al mamish. Oh, now al means on top of, so now af lifnei al mamish. Uh, who told you that the word lifnei means in front of? Why is the word al on top of not as serious as the word in front of? You said, oh, al doesn't mean on top of, it means in front of. Maybe now we should do the opposite. Say that in front of doesn't mean in front of, it means on top of. We're making a hekish. The two words are the same. They mean the same thing. Hi, my. Says Gemara, no, doesn't work so well. You know why? It makes a lot of sense if you do the hekish on the goat, 
So now I have nothing extra. Whatever is extra by a cow, I have a good limit for it. But if I do it, I'm just saying this palpe. If I do the hekish by the, by the cow, then I'm stuck. Now I have a whole extra pasuk by a goat and I have nothing to do with the extra pasuk. But if I have the hekish, I use the hekish by the goat and my extra pasuk by a cow, I have something to do with it. You know what? For the rest of the Torah. Know what? If you tell me that the drush is by the goat, so I could use, I have something to do with the, the extra words by the cow. It's called the Binyan Av. I learned from, from, from the bull to all of the Torah. Any time it says the word Pinei, it means in front of. But if you say that you're going to learn the whole Pasuk of Par of Bull for this Hekish. Now I have a whole extra Pasuk by a goat and I have nothing to do with it. Okay, now again, now we're going to go through this whole sugya one more time. From this word right over here, chazara, oisoi, the top haza is one. By the goat, it says one. But I have no idea. Now the Gemara just explains it beautifully and elaborates on what we discussed. The, how many are on the bottom? Hazois? Hareni done? Let me figure it out. By the cow, by the bull. I keep on saying cow. Part of to me is a cow, but it's a bull. By the bull, it says Sheva. That's the bottom one. It says there's blood by a goat, but it doesn't say how many. But there's a number by bull, seven. Why? Once again, because the Torah says, that they're identical. The way you do it by the goat is the way you do, the way you do it by the bull. That's how you do it by the goat. Who told you to learn like this? Maybe you learn it differently. Yeah, this is Gemara. We're going through the whole process, the thought process, how the Gemara came up. We're not, we're not giving you the halacha at the end. We're telling you how we got there. Well, maybe there's a better way to learn it. Who said, why should you go to the bull? Let's look within this animal, the goat itself. How many did you sprinkle by the goat itself on top? One. So maybe you should sprinkle on the bottom, one. Learn from the goat itself. Why are you jumping to another type of animal? Another avoider. It should be one. Says Gemara, nearly midayma. You know what? Logically speaking, it makes sense to learn from a bull. I rather learn the bottom hazah from a bottom hazah. We know that the bottom hazah by a bull is how many? Seven. So two by a goat, it's seven. Maybe not. Maybe it's better to learn from within itself. But it says Mufurush in the Pasik that the goat should be like a bull. Because isn't this all redundant and easy? Just go to the end. It says in the Pasik, you should do the goat like you do the bull. And the bull, it says Mufurush, how many? Seven. So do the, the goat, seven. There's so much arichos here. Why does it say it? 
every part of the Azar should be identical to the bull. Kesheim shalamata ba'parsheva, just like the bull has seven. Kachalamata ba'parsheva, lamanu kachalamata ba'parsheva. Oh, and now we're going to do this whole thing all over again to learn how many do you do by the bull on top. You can guess what it is, right? It says kasher also. Okay, fine. So let's do it again inside. We know that on the bottom we, we came to an agreement. Both the bull and the goat have seven hazars, seven sprinkles of blood. I don't know how many on top. Very done. If I want, I could start figuring this out logically. It says blood both by goat and by a bull. It says mefurish in the pasuk. There's one sprinkle oisai, one by a goat. So I should learn the bull from a goat. No, maybe I have a better way. It says by a bull you should do seven on the bottom, but it doesn't say how many on the top. But it says you should sprinkle. Maybe I should learn from the bull itself. Bull on top should be equal to the bull on the bottom. Just like the bull on the bottom is seven, so two on top seven. Nearly me doimo. Who is this similar to? I wasn't lying to you, Naftali, when I said this is easy stuff that's all redundant, right? Piece of cake. Maybe I should learn the top one from the top one. Who told you to learn from the bottom one? Bottom is seven. I agreed, seven. But maybe the top is different. Maybe I should learn from itself, and it should be seven, not one. Finally, okay. I mean, in my sikum for the eight minutes, it's going to say like this. It says in the pasuk kasher also the dama part that the, the bull is identical to the goat, and just like this, it says seven hazois on the bottom of the of the cow of the bull, so we have seven hazois by the bottom of the goat, and just like it says there's one hazah by the goat on top. So there's one hazah by the bull on top. That's the whole sugya. Takes about 10 seconds. Do 30 lines. I don't. I really don't understand the whole arichas, but there is arichas, so we go, we go for it. Huh? Tomorrow there's no. It's not redundant, but it's two lines. Yes. It's teaching us the how we got to it, why we need the drasha, why we can figure it out yourself. You're right. This is, there, there is something here. Why? Why do I need a pasuk? Says Hill. I don't need a pasuk. Figure it out yourself. Just. Just like it's, uh, maybe I should learn from within itself. Itself, I know, is seven, so do on top seven. No, you can't do it. Kids are, at the end of the day, I need a puzzle. Okay. Says the Gemara, Now, he counts. It's very interesting. It's not enough to sprinkle the blood on the floor. But when he sprinkles, he has to call it out. He has to say it with his mouth. And we're all very familiar. I am Kippur. We say these words. For me, it's going to be a first. I know everybody here, a bunch of Tamil Chachamim, they knew this beforehand, but for me, this Yom Kippur, I'm going to finally understand what it means. Achas, achas ve'achas. You want to sing it? Great. No? Achas ve'achas. Right? Something like that. Okay. But what's achas? Achas ve'achas. Eli, right? What does it mean? Achas. Shtayim. Sholosh. What's... Achas v'achas. If anything, it should be achas v'shtayim, achas v'sholish. Okay, fine, but what's achas v'achas? So we already said. Now we understand what it means. There's the upper blood, that's achas. And then we start all over again. We do achas on the bottom, shtayim on the bottom, sholish on the bottom, 
But we keep on mentioning the first sprinkle that we did on top. That's the achas. And then when we do it, we sprinkle again. Again, we say achas. The Sephardim also do it like this. Achas v'achas. They sing it. On Yom Kippur, anybody? Sephardi? Omrim achat? Achat v'achat? They do it. Okay, that's the Avodah and the Bet HaMikdash. We have the same Bet HaMikdash. Sephardim Ashkenazim. I just, I want to know if that's part of the Nusach HaTfilah. Okay? Huh? How do you know? You daven by the Sephardim? But you know. He's saying that by the Sephardim they do it four times and they do it correctly. We are off. We do it three times. We cheat a little bit. It's four times, two for the bull and two for the for the goat. You're right. So why don't we do three? We don't know. Okay. I'm sure there's a reason. Now here it goes again. You thought that we had a lot of redundancy? Here it goes again. We're going to count out all the countings one for one. It's going to be great. Torah about an achas. Achas ve'achas. Achas v'shtayim. Achas v'sholosh. Achas v'arba. Achas v'chomish. Achas v'sheish. Achas v'sheva. Divirim meyer. Now we're going to flip it around. Review the Oimer. Achas. Achas v'achas. So far we're good. Shtayim v'achas. Sholosh v'achas. We don't do it like that. We, do, we go like Remeir. That's how we paskin. You do achas v'shtayim. And he says shtayim v'achas. The question is what comes first? Sholosh v'achas. Arba v'achas. Chomosh v'achas. Shesh v'achas. Sheva v'achas. Veloi pligi. Zero machloikas. Marki asrei. Umarki asrei. It depends where you live. In other words, if you live in Germany, over there they say, Finnevum Fiftzik, 550, right? 390, 390, right? That's how they, they, they do the lower number and then the higher number. That's how it was by Rabbi Huda. Burmeyer? Hold on, let me just finish. Let me finish my sentence here. So, by Irimeyer's neighborhood where he lived, they did it like us. 21. Achas. What? What? It is. Of course it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I speak Yiddish. Right. The, 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 the 5 and 20. 5 and 20. So, Achas Vashtayim. Fine. So that's how it is over here. By the way, where do we count like Rabbi Yehuda? Anybody? Very good. Oimer. We do. Achas v'shloishim. Yoim. Shem whatever. Right? We do. Shmoina v'esrim. Shem arba shavoyz. We don't do esrim v'shmoina. Shmoina v'esrim. Fine. What were you saying? Yeah. Shalom Aleichem. I had the cast it ten times already this week. Everything. How's the Shaila where the Parochus was? Was it two Parochus? He wants to know, well, how's there a question what the Kayin Gadol said? They were there. The, here's the Mishnah. The people from the Mishnah were there. We have the question 20 times in this Mesechta. This is, this is a question where the Parochus is. Was it one Parochus, two Parochus? What do you mean? Uh, Rabbi Kiva doesn't know. You know, it's all this thing. So you can ask the Shaila everywhere. Fine. So anyways, Sphere Sarim is like that. Now I just want to tell you, since we're here, and I don't know, I was all excited that I said a story that nobody heard before, the story with the knife. And then David comes over to me after the shir. He says, oh, Rochus Nunhei. 
I promise you. Memhei, memhei. I don't even remember what he told me. Memhei. Okay, there's a little reason why he knows it, because he juggles knives and he remembers that he said it in Memhei. So I'm going to say a story that I know for a fact I said it, but it's possible I said it last week. That I don't know. <laughs> My memory is so schwach. But once we're here, it's once a shower, it's story time. There was a guy, tell me when I said it, it's embarrassing, because it might have been a month ago. Seriously. There's a guy from Chaim Berlin who's getting married in Belgium. And uh, one of my friends said, you know, it's not nice. Not a single bacher from yeshiva is going to Belgium. We have to go. So I'm like, you're right, we got to go. So he said, I have a great idea how we're going to do this. It's not going to cost any money. We're going to go to the boss outlet. No, when did I say the story? No, you don't remember? A while ago. Okay, good. So we'll say it for the new guys. We're going to go to the boss outlet. It's in Stuttgart, Germany. And we could go, What? Oh, it's 30 kilometers from Stuttgart. You were there. But it, I know it's in Stuttgart. Stuttgart, no? It's called a little near, near Stuttgart. So I like, I don't know anything about Europe. He says, don't worry. We go to Belgium. It's in Germany. It's not a problem. And he found out that you could get boss suits there for $200. $200. So I went to this uh, massive place in Manhattan. I forgot what it's called already. Back in, I don't know if it's around. It's like six, five stories of just Barney's. Barney's. Yeah, Barney's. And they had a whole floor just of boss suits and maybe Giorgio Armani's. I don't remember. Like every floor is another company. It's a crazy place. And looking at the prices, $1,700, $2,000. So you can buy a suit for $200. It's, it's, it's a tremendous amount of profit there. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm 18, 19 years old. Like, I'm a tremendous businessman. So I put up these signs in, in Mendelssohn's Pizza, in Park. Boss suits for $400. So people call me up, they're crazy, they want to buy a suit for $400. I say, yeah, but there's only one catch, you have to give me the money up front. So I need the money to buy the ticket, you know what I'm saying? So eh, no problem. One of the shaitim that fell for this <laughs> is a good friend of mine, Moishi Schwab from uh, North Miami Beach. And he, he, he needed, he's getting married, he needed a boss suit. He needed a boss suit, black. So he gives me $400, I write down, what's, what's his size? Uh, 38. Great, 38. Put down 38. Anyway, we get to Stuttgart, and we didn't realize it's a mess. There's people in the parking lot, hundreds of cars. There's, it's it's great. We're not the only ones that know about this place, right? <laughs> the door is open, let's say, at 9 o'clock. People start rushing. It's crazy. It's like uh, it's like a Black Friday. The, the door is open, and they start grabbing things off the thing. And I'm going with my thing. And I put down, I found one suit, I put it down, a second later it's gone, and some German guy hops it, it's mine, no, it's mine, I have a thing, I can't, it's, a, it's, a, it's a disaster. I walk out of there, mom is like without a ishkoyach, and I, I have my suits, everything's good. I come back, I, I, and I got myself a couple suits, and I, I come back to America, Baruch Hashem, everything fit, everybody, besides my poor friend, my shishwak. This suit, I'm telling you, was, it went down to his knees. It turns out that I told the lady, like 38, so she said, ah, 8.30, 8.3, okay, 8.3. Like she, in her mind, she flipped it from 38, because in German, everything is the opposite. The 8 comes before the 3. You say 38, the kids came like, size 83. I get this guy, he's a 38, he's a size 83. Like, So, to make a long story short, he wanted a boss suit no matter what. And he paid 400 bucks. So he went to the tailor, and he had his suit tailored for him. He took 83. Now, let me tell you what it looked like here. You see this pocket right over here? You go to the chasana, 
the guy shows up at his wedding like this. He cut down his suit, and the pocket was on the bottom like this. Man was like this. Like, what's going on? He goes, I'm wearing a boss. I'm wearing a boss. Hey, see, boss. All right. Anyways, so that was that. Sleeves she cut down like this. It was crazy. He wore a boss. Why is he wore a boss? This is Katsuna. All right. Anyway. So this is, uh, I, I remember this Maisa because of Marki Asrei, Marki Asrei. If you're in Germany or you speak Yiddish or different countries, the lower number comes before the four, but they're saying the same thing. Either you say, please, on Yom Kippur, when, when you're doing this, don't think about that story. Please, you gotta, you gotta be serious. But it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We're holding two, four, six, eight lines from the bottom. The Kuli Alma, yeah, the guy's laughing in the middle of uh, the Musaf and what? What's that? <laughs> it's the fans get the suit. You just got a picture. This on the bottom, I'm not joking. A little flap on the bottom of the suit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you work. The Kuli Alma, Mias Hazari, Shoyan, Tsuchaminian. There's no question, according to everybody, that he has to say Achas. You have to count it. But why does it have to be there? Okay, you're done counting it. Now you count seven. And Shema Yisrael, why does it have to be there? Now, I found there on the side, I think it was the Rabbeinu Hananel. Maybe it's the Tosh Shonim, I don't remember anymore. Maybe it's the Tosh Shonim. That says, yeah, you can't say it has to be seven. You cannot count to eight. That you can't do. You have to count one and then another seven. But you can't just do one, two, three, four, eight. Fine. My timer. Why do you have to count that one with everyone? So interesting, Rashi explains this, this line, that if a person gets to say achas every single time, he has like that extra minute to concentrate, that extra moment to concentrate, and oh, I'm at three. You know, sometimes you ask a question and the guy goes, well, and during that one word, he, he thinks of the answer he wants to tell you. So the, over here, he says, achas, and it's like, where am I holding? Okay, shalosh. Okay, gives him that extra second not to make a mistake. What if you don't make a mistake? You're very good. You're not going to make a mistake. So you don't have to count the first one. That's what the Gemara is going to say. It's just that you shouldn't make a mistake. Rehachan says, no, this is a dairaisa. This is not a joke. Rehachan Omar, Omar kro That's already in this pasuk right over here. Pasuk we're talking about. This word is extra. Why? Look at this. You should sprinkle. So then why does the Torah repeat Yaza? He's already sprinkling. He should take his finger and sprinkle. But this word is completely extra. You don't need it. Take it out. Not now. It's in there. There's a, there's a reason why it's in there. It's saying you have to count it. That's what the word Yaza is coming to tell us. You must Say it, not only say it, but say it eight times. For every single time that you say the next, the next counting, you have to count the first one. My benayu. So what's the difference between the two answers? According to Rabbi Yochanan, that you have to count, and it says in the Pazik Rashi, it says chuka, and chuka is ma'akev. If you don't do what the Torah says in the Avayda of Yom Kippur, bye-bye, you aren't yaitza. Why? Because it says the word chuka. Chuka means you don't ask questions and it has to be as so. But according to Rabbi Elazar, 
the whole reason it's a practical idea, that you shouldn't forget where you're up to. Let's say I didn't count, but I didn't forget. I, I did beautifully. I did one on top, seven on the bottom. You're good. It's not a dirt, right? It's just a practical thing. So you don't have... Okay. So what the Tanakhama says, in the Heichal, there are two stands like this. And on the stands, he would place the blood. As he was done, take the blood, put it nicely on the stand. First he put the, the bull's blood, then later on he did the, the goat, and he got the goat's blood. And he, he needed to switch off, because he was doing that with the blood of this one, the blood of that one, then he mixed the two, right? Then he mixes the blood and the... The Yehuda comes along and says, not true. There's only one stand. And the reason is, because I don't want you to get mixed up. You might mix the two types of blood. By the way, they look very differently. That's going to be a Gemara later on. Different color. Bull is much darker, much redder. There's a lot more blood in the bull. It's heavier. So it might be the same size cleave, but it's full. The goat is a little... But you might get mixed up. So what you do is, you constantly concentrate on what you have in your hand. And when you want to put it down, you take this one, and put down this one, you're not mixing anything up. If you have two of them in front of you, you might grab the wrong one. That's what Rabbi Huda says. So we go into a, a small sugi here. Rabbi Huda is according to his own shita, that we're concerned that you're going to get mixed up. We're going to Shkalim now. You remember the sugi in Shkalim? So in the base of English, they had these pushkas. They're called shoifrois. They look like a, a shofar. Why? They look like a shofar. Because you put the money on the small end. Because even back then, they had all these cheaters. They would put in like a shekel into the pushka. And with their hand, grab all the money and put it in their pocket. Yeah. So if you have a pushka like that, a big pushka, it's not good. You don't let people stick their hand in there. So what they did is they had, it was shaped very narrow on top. And on the bottom, it was larger so that it could contain a lot of money. But that nobody could put their hand in. The opening was very small. So it says like this. Here's a, a picture of what these shoifers look like. It's from my Gemara, from my Zvahadar. They had the best picture on this. So basically, the 13 shoifers were in a circle. And they, they had different things on them here. Eitzim, Levina. If you donated wood, you put your money into the wood. If you donated frankincense, frankincense. Rebida says there's no chayva here. There's no obligatory carbon. There's no carbon chatos in here. If anything, there's all oilas, but not chatos. Okay. Here, the Gemara says, What does it mean? What does it mean? The problem is that you might mix up the chatas with the oila. He might take out the, the coin, might use chatas money. Now, what happens here? Typically, chayva is, Rashi says, if somebody's a zav, a zava, a woman who gave birth, she has to bring obligatory chatas and oila is in a dava, two birds. Now, the way it worked is, all they had to do is, they put it in a pouch, of pouch, throw it into the pushka, and go home. The kain comes at a certain part during the day, opens up the pushka, takes out these pouches. Oh, here, I have 10 of these. 
And he goes and he, and he buys with it the birds. He takes care of business for you. You don't have to worry about it. It's going to be taken care of that very day. The problem is, what if the Kayan grabs, by mistake, he grabs Chata's money and he brings Ayla with it. Now, we know that the Ayla bird, the blood is sprinkled on the top of the Mizbeach and the Ayla and the Chata's bird is on the bottom. The reverse of an animal. The birds are the opposite. Okay. Problem is, it's in the wrong place. You're going to mess up the Karbanis here. That's what he says. I'm concerned. Amalei Abayo, Sabayi tells, I don't understand. He tells his Rebbe, Rav Yosef, right? Rav Yosef, the blind Rav Yosef, the Rebbe of Rava, Abaya, Vinevitre. What's the problem? Make two boxes. What's the problem? Just write on it. We have pushkas all the time. It says, this is for the Kenyan Svara, this is for the Bismarck, whatever it is. It says on the, on the box in Vinish. It says in Gemara, obviously, that he doesn't hold that writing is going to help. You can write. But people make mistakes. And since people make mistakes, it's not going to help that you're writing that this is a chayva, this is an adava. Lili nishmas, we just turned to nun heyom beis, lili nishmas uri b'matasyo, and for the success in Gashmias, and especially ruchnias of his grandchildren. Interesting that he saw in halacha, it says that it's better not to make two pouches that say on them, tefillin shoroish and tefillin shoyad, it's much better to put the roish in all the way in the back and the yad in the front because of this idea from based on this Gemara. People make mistakes. So what if it says roish this? You're not gonna one day you're gonna forget. You're gonna take the wrong one and then you're gonna have a problem of overlasiyasan if you grab the tefillin shal roish first. It's gonna be a problem. Says the Gemara. So what does that have to do with our Gemara? What do these shoifers have to do with anything? Because of our Mishnah. Now, mission is only one stand. What's the problem with two stands? Because he's going to grab the wrong blood and do the avoid with the wrong blood. Says the Gemara, and I'll prove it to you. At the end of the day, what's the problem? Just write on the stand in big words, bull. And on the other one, goat. And you're not going to make a mistake. You see, that doesn't work. There's 13, I just want to point out real quickly. First of all, I have here, when I was in New York, I was, we were doing Shkalim in New York, and I sent this uh, file to a guy, and in New York, everything's large. Look how he printed it out beautifully. So this is, these are the 13 Shifers. I want to point out, I'm not so excited. I love this artist, he's great. This is Rabbi Nathan Farber from uh, the Five Towns. He's great. This is not accurate for us because this picture is better because it's in a, in a circle. This just explains to you what the shoifers are. He did a shoifer, literally like a shoifer. That's all good. And so here it is. I don't know if it's too large. It's good enough. Okay. So you have over here the first shoifer is Tiklin Chaditan. That's the Mefirish on Mesach Shkolem also. That was, that's the name of the Savior based on this. Because the whole Shkolem is that Every year, every Jew must give a half a shekel. And he puts it in this shoifer. Now, it's called Tikkun Chata, means new. And that whole year, you put it into that shoifer. But once the year is over, once it's the next Nisan, and you remember that you forgot to bring 
the tikkun you, you forgot to bring the machsa shekel, you put it in another shayfer. And what do you do with it? They they build bridges and stuff. They they fix the walls and that kind of stuff. And then there's one called kinim. Kinim is the peers. It depends if you go like Rabbi Yehuda. He says there's no chayven here, so it's only he writes used as an oila. But according to Tanakama, it's the peers of birds. The is an oila. And over here you have goizle oila, the the babies, the baby birds. Last when was it that we brought birds here? Real live birds. It was last month of Shabbos. Two months of Shabbos ago. Eitim, if somebody donated wood, he didn't say how much, he brings the minimum. That's two pieces of wood. Remember the size of the wood? Ama and ama. Two feet by two feet, like a, a plank of wood. Two of them. Levinas frankincense. How much frankincense? A kaimet, a kamitza. You go like this with your three fingers, that, that amount. Each kain, the size of his thing. Zav lechfairis. Now, this we're going to see, Rashi over here says it means it's to, to, to buy the kalim, to, to fill the blood in. But there's another pshat, literally, lakapiris, for this. In Rashi, in, uh, in another Masech, it says, it's to, for this guy, for the kapiris. Okay. And then you have six times on the dava, six shoifrois that are for the dava, meaning, when the, we had the, the Rashi a few days ago, the dava always means ketzam izbeach. If, there's a low time on the Mizbeach, then you pull out money from this shoifar, and you take. Now, why are there six? It should be one pushka. Huh? Anybody realize why? Hmm? Because there are six bati avais. There are six families that are, which, which what happened? They're off? Interesting. Oh, maybe it's on a. Uh, we're over time. Gary's messing with us remotely. Okay, so just real quickly, this is not like for the sugya, but just we're going through it. Every day there's 24 mishmaris, and each mishmar gets a week of the. To do that, you take that Mishmar, you divide it up into six days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday through Friday. Shabbos is not counted. So, when you're at that Mishmar, you're on a Tuesday, and there's nothing, there's a low time on the, on, the, on the Mizbeach, you grab the Pushka that belongs to Tuesday. On Wednesday, there's another Pushka. There's six Pushkas. Okay, real quickly, how come there's no Shoifer over here for Karbanos? So the Miri says, because of Karban, you have to do Smichan. So the owner always has to be there. You cannot put one in a pushka and run away from the base of the You have to be there with your animal. Why not a oila, a, a mincha? A mincha is flour. Uh, let's say I have to bring a mincha. Throw my money in a mincha, pushka, and run. I'm busy. I got work to do. No, it's, it's so available that it, you don't need a pushka for it. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara, And believe it or not, we're not going all the way to the bottom because you have to leave a little bit for tomorrow. I, we, we went through this already. The new shekel, the new half a shekel. And if you missed the half a shekel from last year, you wake up, oh, I forgot to do it. So you put it in that pushka. Vikinin and the peers of birds. Chatos and oila. Vigoizle oila. And the young, the, the baby birds. Veitim and wood. Ulevain and frankincense. Vizav lich Right? Not to be confused with kapoiris. Lichfairais. 
And Rashi and Tmur, the Avchav Gimel says, it means kapayras. It's the second Pshan Rashi over there. V'shisha l'nedava for the six botei av. Tiklin Chadatin the Gemara explains, Elish Kolm Shil Kol Shana V'shana. These are the half a shekel that you bring every single year. Every Jew brings a half a shekel. Tiklin Atikin, and from that, they do all the karbanas in the Beis HaMikdash. Tiklin Atikin, the older ones, Misha L'yishakal L'shtokeid, the one who didn't bring his half a shekel last year, Yishkol Shana Abba, you should bring it the following year. And what do we do with it? I think I might have something here. It doesn't really matter. It's not going to explain this from Shkolim. But the bottom line is, Shiyari Lishka, the leftover. Maisar Shiyari goes, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Tavshim Pei Beis. supposed to be Tavshim Pei Aleph. He brought Tavshim Pei Beis. It goes for building uh, towers and walls. Says the Gemara. Okay. Kinin Hain Tyrin. Guys, the Oyla, him the Oyna. Kinim are the older ones, guys, the Oyla, the younger ones. Vechula and Oyla is Divir Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's literally, Kinim means older, just like Geislim, Geislalais means the, the younger ones. So in the, the Torah gives us two varieties of pigeons. They're the, the older ones, the mature ones, and the, and the babies. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says. Oh, so it's a kasha. What's the kasha? You see from over here that the wording helps according to Rebuda. It says Kinim, and I put Kinim. It says this, I put in where, based on what the word is. Why all of a sudden, if I have writing on a shaifar, it works. And when it comes to a chatos, it doesn't work. I can't put it in there. If it says chatos, I might make a mistake. Over here, I'm not making mistakes. It says, I'm going to tell you why. They said in Israel, Okay, so once we did it, we might as well use it throughout Shas. There are five chatois that must die. If a person brings a karm chatos in these five situations, they die. Why? One of them is number three, mesu There's a funeral going on here. If a person puts aside a karm chatos, he was mechal Shabbos by mistake, he has to bring karm chatos. And unfortunately, before he was able to get to the Beis Hamikdash, he drops dead. That karm chatos, you put it in the room, Bye-bye. Must die. So we're concerned that a person puts money in a pushka and he dies. If he dies, it ruins the whole pushka. There's nothing you can do with all the money. What are you going to do? I'm going to bring somebody's money. Maybe he died already, passed away, and this is money of a chatos that the owner died and you can't bring it on the mizbeach. You have to throw out all the money. Umichai shinon. Are we concerned that somebody's going to die? But not, says the Mishnah. If somebody sends money for a chatos, sends a chatos, I could bring it. Uh, maybe a guy died. It took three months for the money to get there. Who knows if he's still alive? What is that called? Very good. Who said that? You? Chazaka. This is Chazaka that he's still alive. Why should I assume that somebody's dead? Interesting enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's what we're talking about here. That's the sugya, basically. And uh, you can look in Taisvis. It's just interesting that Taisvis points out, I hope there's nobody that's 70 years old here, that the, the statistics change when a person is older. You don't have a chazak anymore when you're... What? <laughs> if you didn't hear him, he goes, eh, what do you say? 
Very good. Okay, anyway, so I just thought it was interesting. Not everybody has a chazaka. Guy's 99 years old. His, his stats change a little bit. Fine. If and he's a zav, okay, fine. Elo mishum chadash mesu balel vaday. Not that I'm concerned that he might die. He died. You have a pushka with 400 people put their money in there. The whole day they're putting it in. All these women, all these yaldas come through and all these zavim and zavis throwing their money in. And all of a sudden, oi, you heard? Yankel died. But he put his money in the pushka. And now we can't bring a carbon. No, we know for a fact he died. All right, I guess we could stop here because it's late and we have time tomorrow. Raboisai, have a wonderful, wonderful week. For all the guests for coming. Ellie, good to see you. You came special? Or you're here for Shabbos? Hmm? What, what, what? What do you say to a guy who's been punching 1964 days? Have a good day. It's fine here because it's backwards from here. If you say two and fifth, it's six five. Right. But if you say Chabushala Yuni, it's five six. Right. That's why the dates back, they write the date backwards here in Israel. Oh, no, by the way, it's a Shiloh in the get. How do you write it? That's exactly the Shiloh. But no, you have to say the 25th day in whatever. I know, but write June. Don't say six. You say December, if you write the word December instead of 12, there's no way to fool it. But saying, in the get. The reason why they write the dates backwards here is because they say Hamishon No, no, they don't write it backwards here. They write it backwards in America. All right, thanks for bringing them. I forgot to use it. I had two other ones. This is more to show that the Nadava, the last Nadava, is right next to Tiglan Chazitan. Go together. In this, in this chart, it doesn't work at all. Right. I, I added this red arrow on Friday. What a waste of time. I didn't use it. Thank you. Shabbat Tov. Shabbat Aleichem. What's your name again? Where are you from? Originally Switzerland. I'm speaking Deutsch. Ah. You know right? Stefanski? I'm uh, Stefanski yeah, from Switzerland. Really? So where do you live now? Ah, very nice. So you're thinking about joining? Ah. Very nice. Huh? Sim Kipper. Sim Kipper. A lot of going on. Why not? For, no, the Evan Shasi is only three fingers tall. This tall. Zulaya Gavar. It's very wide. But it's only three fingers tall, this much. So you could go on it. Also, we said he might go this way. Well, where's the Kapiris? The Paraychas, I mean. The Paraychas. And he pushes it a little bit and he goes in. Seda? Good cash, good cash. Well, which story? Yeah. How did he not remember? How does this guy not remember the story? You remember the story? Is it a classic? <laughs> we got a Greek classic. This was much longer for sure.
I did not say two weeks ago. I did not say, no way. I'm saying it was two, three months ago, four months ago. I don't know when. I just, it sounds very familiar. You don't remember me saying boss story? Do. A long time ago? 